Well, welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 13 years. I'm passionate about our Second Amendment rights, and in this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as we might throw in a sports story or something about what's going on in the current environment. Well, today is uh, Friday, April 9th, and as promised yesterday, Joe Biden came out with his executive orders that regarding quote-unquote gun violence public health epidemic and I thought we would sit down and, and, and go through these a little bit and I'm going to go through what the they have on the White House website in in the briefing room and talk a little bit about those things that he discussed so right off the bat they start off with a lie so in on their statement it says today the Biden administration is announcing six initial actions to address the gun violence public health epidemic there is no gun violence epidemic. In fact, since the 1990s, violent crimes are on on the decline. Gun violence is down as a percentage of actual guns out there owned, and the majority of gun deaths are related to, to suicides and not violence. And if you want to look into the actual violence, it's mostly gang-related, and you can look to places like Chicago that has some of the most stringent uh, gun control policies in the nation and their homicides are just going through the roof because it's all gang related and th- the things that they're proposing will do nothing to to mitigate that th- those crimes so let's just go through what the executive orders are and actually they're more they're not really executive orders they're more executive request and you'll see what i mean as we go through them so the first one the justice department within 30 days will pro- issue a proposed rule to help the stop of the proliferation of ghost guns it says we are experiencing a growing problem criminals are buying kits containing all the components and directions for finishing firearm within as little as 30 minutes and using these firearms to commit crimes i have looked and looked, I can't find any statistics on the ATF, the FBI, that is, pertains to, to quote-unquote ghost guns or unidentifiable firearms and how many are actually being used. I think this is a just another narrative that they're trying to put out there, and it's something that there's, there is it's a uh, solution looking for a problem, I guess I should say. And now the other interesting thing to see how they actually go about proposing this will be interesting because the definition of a firearm and the definition of a lower receiver is in code. It's codified. And to have the ATF change that would need to actually go through Congress because under the U.S. Code of Federal Regulations, a firearm frame or receiver is defined as Quote, that part of a farm which provides housing for the hammer, bolt, or breech lock and firing mechanism and which is usually threaded at its for- forward portion to receive the barrel. The AR-15 lower receiver does not meet these requirements. So technically, the current AR-15 lower receivers are not firearms. And that has actually gone to court. And somebody, would, a gentleman, was actually found innocent because based on, on the ruling that what he, the firearms that he had made and sold without a license were not truly firearms based on the definition of a lower receiver. So we're going to be asking the ATF, the Justice Department, to come out with regulations. And to do that, they're going to have to change this definition. And that's in code. So 
We're going to see how they're going to go about that. And they've got 30 days to figure that out. The second thing they said was the Justice Department, within 60 days, will issue a proposed rule to make clear when a device marked as a stabilizing brace effectively turns a pistol into a short-barrel rifle subject to the requirements of the National Firearm Act. So they said the alleged shooter in the Boulder tragedy last month appears to have used a pistol with an arm brace, which can make a firearm more stable and accurate while still being concealable. Well, if you've ever actually seen or used an AR-15 style pistol, it is really not concealable. It is still a rather large firearm, and it is very difficult to conceal. But again... This was something I, th- I mentioned in my the podcast I put out the other day, that this is something they did. I don't think they actually knew existed out there till Boulder. And now they're out there trying to figure out what are we going to do about these, quote-unquote, AR-15 style pistols. We, now, we always thought they were just rifles. And the ATF has already gone and ruled that pistol braces are are legal. And so now we're at a look giving them 60 days to to come back and, and revise that ruling. And and again, the whole uh, reason the pistol brace was originally invented was to help our injured veterans when they were coming back from service that didn't have the ability to to completely stabilize the firearms that they were using because of their injuries. And this would allow them to continue to enjoy you know, the sport of shooting and still be able to exercise their, their Second Amendment rights. And so, essentially, this is what they're, they're going after that as well. The, final, the other thing is the Justice Department, within 60 days, will publish model red flag legislation for states. Red flag laws allow family members or law enforcement to petition for a court order temporarily barring people in crisis from assessing firearms if they present a danger to themselves or others. These red flag laws have been a major concern, I think, for all of us because, one, it eliminates due process. They come in, they take your firearm away before you actually have a day in court or the opportunity to go before a judge. They take them away, and then at some point in the future, you will get an opportunity to present your case. It also allows neighbors, family members to just send in a report and say that they've got concerns and the ATF or local law enforcement can swoop in and take away your firearms. So these are very dangerous and this is treacherous ground. This is right on the heels. This is confiscation. And this is this is really where they're they're going. We know that they're not trying to reduce gun violence. They're they're trying to get mechanisms in place that they can confiscate these guns. And what these actions that they're doing is immediately they have the potential for immediately turning turning millions of law by Americans into felons. So you have a pistol brace, and then all of a sudden, boom, in 30 days, they're considered illegal. So you're either going to have to, quote-unquote, maybe register it or destroy it. And if you don't, you're going to be facing jail time, and that'll be federal jail time. Then they've got the administration is investing in evidence-based community violence interventions. The community violence interventions, so they're, they're going to be spending money on some social programs as well. And then... The final, the president it will nominate David Chipman to serve as director of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. And so you ask, who is David Chipman? Well, David Chipman is an a ardent gun control advocate. He spent initially some time with the Bloomberg Everytown organization, and most recently he has been with the Giffords as an advisor, and both just ardent gun control groups. And he has uh, been out there with some some variety of statements. One, he uh, falsely accused the branch civilians in Waco of downing helicopters using so-called assault rifles. In one Reddit post, uh, Chipman wrote, 
At Waco, cult members used two 50 caliber Barretts to shoot down two, AT- two Texas Air National Guard helicopters. Point, it is true we are fortunate they are not used in crime more often. The victim of drug lords in Mexico are not so lucky. America plays a role in fueling the violence south of the border. And a, a report, you know, eventually came out and, and completely debunked the statement that any two helicopters were shot down by the, the, the Branch Davidians. He's also believed... He, he's, he has said, I believe we should ban the future production and sale to the civilians and, and afford current owners of these firearms the ability to license these particular guns with ATF under the National Firearms. And he's talking about the quote-unquote assault rifles there. And despite all that, the great hypocrisy as he continues to advocate for gun control is he actually uh, carries a gun himself. So he, he talks about, to me, living in fear is a harm that we should avoid. When I carry, I make sure it's concealed. I'm not trying to make some statement. So here he is advocating for gun control, but for him, it's okay if he actually possesses a firearm. So this is what our president is out there doing. This is, again, you know, very little effort to actually reduce uh, crime and actually infringe upon law-abiding Americans and their Second Amendment rights and eventually potentially turn current law-abiding citizens into felons by outlawing things that have previously been legal. And this is just the beginning. We are. This is all aimed at confiscation. They will be going down this path, and if we allow them to, they're going to come and take our guns. That is what they want to do. And by putting in this politically biased director of the ATF, who has obviously said we need to come and, and confiscate their guns, now he, we are giving him the actual manpower to kick in doors and come and take our firearms. So... We have to communicate to our, our Senate senators that we do not want to get him confirmed. It is a thin majority right now, and it's only going to take one or two votes to go to the other side to prevent him from being confirmed as the next director of the ATF, or I'm sorry, the AFT, as Joe Biden wants to refer to it. And we won't go into to all his mental slips during that press conference or any of his most recent in this podcast. So again, you know, this podcast is about trying to get the information out about the the threats to our Second Amendment, trying to preserve our Second Amendment rights. And so take this podcast, share it with people, get it out there, get the word, tell your friends what's going on, and not to buy into the, the propaganda that they're trying to convince us that this is all to reduce gun violence. That is not what this is about, and we know it, and we have to stop them. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate all the listeners. Share it. Subscribe to it. Follow me. That's the new word. Follow. Check me out on on social media and email me with any comments you have. I appreciate all the listeners and have a good day, good weekend, and I will talk to you next week if nothing new pops up in the meantime.